Bobby is not here. Bobby, where are you? Uh, I'm on the way to Madonna Temple for an event. Ah. Uh, okay. We hey, got Nikki here. Everybody. Good morning, Good everybody. Morning, welcome. Ari. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning. We got a very interesting guest. We'll be on in a minute. Uh, any announcements there, Bobby? Because you might not be around for the end of the show. Anybody's birthday, anything like that? Well, I want to wish my good friend John Gray gets a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Also, happy birthday. Also, uh, Ian Borden, it's his birthday, too. Happy birthday. And uh, Betty, it's Betty's birthday, too. Three birthdays in one day. What? Wow. Happy birthday, everyone. Hat trick there, and Bobby. What's going on here? Are you going to... Happy too. Happy birthday. Are you going to three different parties tonight? Is that where you're really going? You're not going to give a speech? <laughs> Giving onions no, as a gift. Really. Uh, well, tell tell the listeners what well, your speech is birthday. on. Happy birthday, everyone. I'm heading to Medina Temple. I'm going to be the onion chairman for Medina, Medina Shriners this year. I'm going to orchestrate selling onions as a fundraiser. Hey, it's listen. What? What did you say? Medina. Onions? <laughs> Wait a second. You're a hey, retired listen. police officer. You're a painter. Security. You're selling onions now? Yeah. Off the freeway? You never know. You never <laughs> Off the <of> 53? <laughs> next will be, be watermelons. What? <laughs> when they're in season, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> next will be watermelons. Nikki, what? you want to give out our phone number? Our phone number is 773-763-9278. Give us a call. Call in. Let's get going here. We got lots and lots of good information here. Let me get got my grace guest. show today, listeners. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see here. Quote. This is one of the seven books you must read to become an author. The book is fun, useful read. At just 122 pages, you can digest the whole thing in a weekend and be ready on Monday to bring some new life to your latest script. Well, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to read the book all weekend and Monday. I, I'm starting a new career. What do you think there? I think you might have one. I better hey, not quit my day great, job or... yet. Not, not on Monday. <laughs> not, not, not on, on Monday. Great. I'll wait a week or two. Pixar storytelling has proven to be an inspiring, insightful, approachable, and popular book, which can be used as a gift, as a manual, and a textbook. It's not that thick, but it's very interesting. So you can't use it to, you know, hold things down, right? But I, I loved going through it. And, it's a short read. You know, today's guest is a screenwriter, author, speaker. At a young age, he's doing all these things. Known for number one Amazon bestseller. Pixar Storytelling, Rules for Effective Storytelling, based on Pixar's greatest films. And as he told me, he never worked for Pixar. So that's going to be interesting yeah. to ask him that question. <laughs> Good morning. Let's <laughs> let's add, let's introduce Dean. And Dean, pronounce your last name so I don't say it wrong. <laughs> Mavshevitz. Mavshevitz. Okay. All right. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome Dean. Dean. We're happy Thank to hear you. you. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm happy to be here. I love your energy. Well, you know, it's uh, lots you. of coffee, lots of fun, and <laughs> we enjoy what we do, you know. <laughs> and oh, that's uh, a secret for everything. It is. And, and remember, we don't do this for the do-re-mi. We do this for our <laughs> listeners to make them happy, to come on. Um, nostalgia. Nostalgia. We might even have a little contest yeah. later if people are listening. But let's see oh. who calls in, who listens. And as Nikki said, our number is yes. 773. 763-9278.
Call in, guest. Go ahead. So, Dean, we asked the two wonderful questions. Your bio and the special question we ask all our listener, our uh, guests and our listeners. What is your favorite sports team? Do you have one? Um, well, I'm not really a sports fan, to be honest. Uh, my All my passion, all my competitive concern goes towards uh, film and TV. Okay. Um, I mean, you asked me what's my favorite thing. Well, you know, I, I wrote a book about Pixar, so I guess they'd be high up in the running. Okay. Um, Let me ask I, you this. What's your favorite TV yeah. show that you brought it up right now? Your favorite show Ooh. out there? Yes, we're putting you on uh, the spot. The best show on TV that just ended was Better Call Saul. I loved it. Okay. Um, and I recently rewatched Yellow Jackets, and I'm just obsessed with it. I love it. Wait to season two. Wait to season two. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. I thought he was going to say deal, no deal. That's my favorite show because we got our good friend Patricia Carr. You know. (laughs) So let's start with your bio. Um, Tell everyone where you were born and all that good stuff. Sure. I was born in Israel. Thirty-six and a half years ago, uh, we moved to Los Angeles when I was two. We hang around here for a few years. Uh, then we moved back to Israel for most of my life. I did five years in the army. I did my college there, um, and then I moved to New York to work for Israel's cultural attaché oh. in Israel's office for cultural affairs in North America. Then I bounced around a bit. I went back to Tel Aviv for a few years. I did a very, very interesting and almost life-changing program. TV writing and producing program in Berlin. And after that, I moved to LA a few years ago. Wow. Wow. Oh, look at it. I'm getting a question already. They want to know, are you single or happy? (laughs) (laughs) Dean? I'm single and happy. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, We'll give you his email or you can call in now. 773-763-9278. (laughs) So what got you to L.A.? I mean, first, since we grew up here, it was always kind of in the back of my head um, that I will someday come here. And, you know, I discovered film. I discovered this passion for uh, screenwriting and cinema at a very young age. And when you're in Israel, when you're not living in the U.S., and you fall in love with movies and TVs, it's hard not to dream of L.A. Um, And then, as luck, you know, turned out, I did this job at the consulate. Later on, I got a visa, and and the visa landed just as I finished that program in Berlin. So, you know, where are you going to go? If you get a U.S. visa and you just finish a screenwriting program, where are you going to go? L.A. L.A.? Exactly. Wow. Wow. And uh, what was one of your favorite movies growing up? Because I know... I know there's a lot of Pixar. Like the number one here I have is Toy Story 1995, but there must be something before that that you really liked out there. Oh, yeah. Um, Where to begin? I'm a huge Spielberg fan. Like Raiders is one of my favorite movies, and Harry Mistelli is one of my favorite movies. Strangers on a Train uh, train. Uh meant a lot to me. Uh, I think actually one of the most formative uh, things I watched or saw was when you know, I was just exactly 11 or 12, I think, when Buffy came out on TV. Oh, okay. Vampire Slayer, yes. yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was Michelle the Gellar. thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Be, be honest with us. Out. It was the show plus the hormones, right? 
<laughs> so Everything family show. Everything was plus the hormones. Uh, that show made me want to be a writer. It was the first show that made me go like, oh, there's someone across the world who's, you know, having these ideas, making the stories, and it feels like he, like he knows me or he knows exactly what I want to hear or what I want to experience. Uh, it's not just fun today now that we found out that, you know, Josh is in a saint, but um, at the time it was the first thing that made me want to be a writer. Did your, did your folks tell you, go get a real job? Did they ever tell you that? You know, surprisingly not. Ah, excellent. Um, uh, yeah, my mom, I think my mom, she, uh, I was in a gifted program as a kid and everyone there were into math and computers and I took this one um, Cinema 101 class and that was also a big push forward and I think she might be suing them to get her money back. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Maz, you love them, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. yeah, like my son, I told him, do what makes you happy. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. that's important. Yeah. And he's trying his dream at 23 out there. Important. Why yeah. not now? I mean, yeah, he can't do it when yeah. he has kids and families. And you have to love what you do. A mortgage and all that? Do it now. <laughs> yeah, that's really sometimes the answer to everything. Do it now. Bobby, you got a question? Hey, do you have any uh, brothers, Dean, uh, or uh, other family? No, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a single child. I'm a single child. Oh, nice. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> That's all. All right. All right. I'm going to get uh, I'm gonna get a little personal. Are you still living at home, or are you on your own? <laughs> I'm on my own. I'm on my own. I'm, okay. I'm okay. I just own. wanted to check and see if, home, Ma, if Ma still does the laundry, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> He probably wishes so. He already <laughs> probably wishes so. I don't know. After living in New York and having to lug my laundry to Andromad, having oh, to wow. live here in Dillon is great. What were some of the fun things in New York? Was there any any guess, clubs, uh, bars you went to? So the thing about New York is my job there uh, was promoting Israeli cinema for the Israeli consulate. So I, I had for work to go to a lot of events. Okay. Um, a lot of artifacts. So um, that was a great time. A lot of screenings, and I met so many interesting people and interesting artists. Um, I used to love. This is. I was in my mid twenties. Remember. So okay. there was this bar I used to go with a friend. He's actually part of the story of Pixar storytelling called Spitzers that closed since. Um, but that was our like weekend hangout. Um, what else did I love there? Oh. I still. It, it's a cheesy answer, but there's cafe. Lola, where they shot a scene from uh, You've Got Mail that have the best desserts. Uh-huh. I think I remember side. that one, oh, yeah. Cool. I used to do yeah. some architecture out there, and I used to love to go to um, Mulberry Street. There was a great Italian mm-hmm. restaurant there. But one of the best places we went to once was called the, I think it was called the Monkey Bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Monkey Bar or the Brass Monkey? Mm, I don't remember. We you have know. the Pink Monkey here. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't here, baby. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble. You know, I'm a married man. <laughs> I'm old, but I know what the pink monkey bar is, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was wonderful to go to New York and walk around and see those things. And now I'm an architect for the city of Chicago Project Manager. So, But uh, we traveled a lot. We did retail out there, uh, retail stores. But what a place, you know. Uh, and yeah. L.A. is great. I mean, my my son took me to, uh, I think it was called Tony's in Malibu. Nice Greek restaurant. 
He likes Malibu oh. over there. Mm-hmm. Malibu's great. Yeah. I told him he better yeah. sell a couple of uh, movies because <laughs> it's expensive in Malibu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you know, I wouldn't want to live right on the beach like that. I feel like I do have no privacy. But who am I to argue? Yeah, you know, um, I just got back yeah. from Florida, and I agree with you. It's too expensive to live on, on the beach, you know. <laughs> too eroding. It's going to fall in. That's right. It's going <laughs> to fall in someday. Yeah. It's it. All right. Now, we talked about school. We talked about that. Let me flip over here. I think we should go right into the book. What do you think? Yeah. All right. I what got you the idea to write this book? So it started with uh, the friend I just talked about, Moore Moreau's, who started this uh, animation platform, mainly for uh, students who are right out of animation school and, and don't know what to do, don't know what the next step is. And we made a series of YouTube videos that were kind of like storytelling tips based on Pixar. Um, and they did pretty well. So we kind of looked what to do next. And we started, we started out with me writing this book and putting it on his platform. And eventually sort of also went, put it on Amazon, put it all over. And I think for, I don't know, almost a year, uh, or maybe at least a few months, no one, there wasn't too much of a response. And, and slowly over the years, like every year I find that it reaches more and more people. Um, which is really amazing. And, and people want to hear about it. I've, I've done, you know, workshops. I've done speaking engagements based off it. So I think, one, I was so surprised that no one did it before, before me, you know. Um, and I think people really appreciate those movies. And I think what surprised me most, because I wrote it for writers or animation people, but I, I find that a lot of people in business and marketing it sort of uh, uh, hits the mark for them because they want to talk about storytelling. They want to talk about how to, you know, reach people's emotions and create meaning through story, but they don't necessarily want to go and read like a screenwriting book that now gets into Chinatown and, and Psycho and, and Citizen Kane. Um, and now they have this book with a lot of that sort of wisdom, a lot of those ideas and movies that they watch with their kids ad nauseum every day. Uh, so it's very useful for them. I think with these family movies, it's what's inspiring people to look into your book because it's it's what they see now. It's family orientated, and they give you more mm-hmm. validity to your book, and that's where the interest in your book becomes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got a chance to go through it. I didn't read page to mm-hmm. page, you know. But I mm-hmm. yeah. and and I'm gonna tell you, I, I have your cliff notes, and what do you mean by that? Whoever had this book, because I couldn't get a mm-hmm. a regular copy, had highlighted some stuff. So I want to thank whoever had mm-hmm. this book before, because did the work for you. It did some of the work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we start up with choosing an idea, and next page, leaving the comfort zone, and highlighted. How do you shape a story idea to include emotional? Stakes. So tell us, how do you do that? You know? I think it often starts with a weakness. I always give this example. If I tell you, you know, um, I had a date Friday night, you're like, okay. If I tell you I had a date Friday night for the first time since my wife died. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't no, think you were married. Example. Oh, no, you're no, giving an example. You see, example. he's going right into example. the book. Oh, okay. I love he's it. He's grabbing us right away. He's grabbing us right <laughs> away. It's right here. Complete <laughs> fiction. Knock on wood. Okay. okay. Knock on wood. Uh, no, okay. 
but, but immediately, because I had, you know, the trauma, I have that pain or I have that something about me that's vulnerable, you lean in. You're a little more invested to hear what happened. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I heard a right. divorce. Yeah. I heard it. I wanted to get in. Yeah, right? He's grabbing and, and, and for the listeners that are just joining right now, it's Pixar storytelling. Rules for effective storytelling based on Pixar's greatest films. By Dean here, Mav Sovitz. I hope I said that okay. But more important, Perfect. you never worked for Pixar, so this is wonderful. No. Yeah. So keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you pick Pixar? Yeah. And so not MGM, I, yeah. not Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason I picked Pixar back then is like it just kind of happened. We did those videos and it was the next thing. But I think the sort of deeper wisdom behind it is, is twofold. One is... I was always an oddball film student because I really like mainstream feel, films. I really like Spielberg. Um, and everyone wanted to do like, you know, these 70-minute black and white movies or artsy uh, European stuff. Um, but I also really need to have meaning and heart. And I feel like Pixar are right in that intersection of being something that's commercial and approachable and fun um, and big. But it's never frivolous. It's never just for entertainment. It's never mindless. They always use... The you know all the Hollywood tools to tell us a captivating story to say something profound to say something meaningful sometimes even challenging um, so I think I really responded to that in retrospect I can say it was a smart choice because it's a very limited body of work you know it's 15 movies so it's very it leads you for a very focused research very focused um, conclusions. And people can sort of uh, immediately tap into it and get what the book is about. But that was luck after the fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I this morning printed, you know, I says, let me print and make sure I know we're talking. And I, I start going, I've seen that. Toy Story. Bugs Life. I've seen that. Toy Story 2. Monsters, Inc. And I kept going and going and going. And we were talking with Nikki here, Wally E., you know. And yeah. 27, 27, 27 that we have printed on this sheet. There might be more. Oh, elements. Yeah. Elements is coming up. Uh, do you I'm know sure what elements is about yet? That. I'm sorry. I elemental. didn't say elements. Elemental. What is that about? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they only released very small snippets. There's a teaser trailer online. Okay. It seems to exist in a world uh, where you know, it's sort of like raw elements. You have a fire person, and you have a water person, and a wind person, and an earth person. Education. And in the, yeah, exactly. We, I and, hope they put a radio they person always... in there for uh, Art and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late, Bobby. Let's call them, and they can edit us in. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. That'll work. But we're hey, going to have to tell them to story. use the famous word. Hey, listen. There we go. That's Bobby's favorite word, Dean. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard him quite hey, say listen. it today. Yeah. Oh, but, he's well, not here. he's not in the station. But go ahead, Bobby, give it to uh, hey, Dean here. Hey, listen. Hey, Dean, all the best to you, you and Nikki. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, Bobby, oh, you have a great time. He He's behind that curtain. The curtain is opening. The lights are going on. And Mr. Vidalia Onion is on the stage. Hey, listen. <laughs> all right, all the folks. All right, we love you, Bobby. Talk to you later. All right, love you. Call in at 773-763-9278. If you have a question for Dean or a comment. 
I looked at this list, and I think the one I enjoyed the most, and again, uh, I don't remember all of them. Number 23, Soul, S-O-U-L, 2020. Yeah. I I don't know how they made a movie about midlife crisis into a children's film, but it was amazing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love Soul. It was so imaginative, so original, and again, they try to tell you something profound. They try to really make you, you know, I think a good movie is one where you leave it and there is either a walk, an awkward silence between you and your you know, spouse or girlfriend or whatever on the way home because uh-huh. it's something a bit too real. Uh-huh. Or if you go home and you're like, oh, I got I to gotta call my grandmother. I got to start doing this. I got to spend more time with my kids. doesn't matter what. A good, a good story makes you want to change something or do something. And I think Soul did that for sure. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it back then. Uh, I'm going to go watch it again this weekend because, uh, you know, <laughs> looking at this list, I mean, yeah, Toy Story, you see it on TV and stuff. Those are I, all more for the kids. Yeah. But that soul seems like more adult. Right. Even Cars 2 is pretty cool. I love Cars The scenes and all that. Yeah. But this one, I don't know if you ever seen uh, Soul. No, I didn't. That's oh, go home and watch it. When I have to. I'll give you the buck ninety five for the uh, was it red red box is that what red box <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it you know uh, I'm El Cheapo Dean but uh, a good friend would give him full full <laughs> money to go to the movie theater and popcorn but it's not there red box <laughs> red box okay <laughs> and red box we do want sponsors anytime you like <laughs> all right let's see now. Um, what do you think we write a, a movie about COVID? You don't think that would be uh, an interesting topic? Be a dark topic. Well, but... It'd be a, it'd be a dark topic. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm always a bit afraid of, like, doing something so, so, so immediately political. Okay. Um, and also, it's not, it's not, like, super, super, you know, fun. Like, we really need to have an angle. And, and I always think, like, like with picture movies, you... Even before a subject matter, you kind of like, okay, I want to make something about COVID, but I want it to be about what? Do I want it to be about family, about love, about accepting death, about um, uh, how we work as people, about society, about politics? Like, what's the sort of the angle? Angle you want to say the angle? Yeah, we I, defeat COVID. I I think the angle should be like Florida. They don't believe it exists. I was just there. <laughs> you can do that too. You know, it's like COVID. Imaginary. What? I imagine imaginary. This. You know, like it uh, could be a dream. Like, did this really happen, Mr. Magoo? And you woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was real. Mr. Magoo was real. He was? I believe he was. Oh, my God. You just broke my heart. <laughs> Don't tell me that uh, Santa's not real. I'm going to go ahead and get off the he air right real. now. Santa's real. Okay. Thank you. I thank you. Because we have him year. on the air. Okay. We got a <laughs> caller. Uh, Claire, Claire, good morning. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. Um, I have a question. I tuned in a little late, but um, I, um, your book talks about movies and how to be more effective of a storyteller. Use examples of movies. How far back in time do you go? Um, do you go to the silent era? Good no, question. the book only you. The book only uses examples from Pixar movies, so from Toy Story until Inside Out when the book came out. So that's ninety-five to twenty. Oh. I think. Oh, okay. That's, so what was the oldest movie um, you reviewed or talked about? Um, in the book, it's Toy Story. In life, 
Um, I, just, I, I don't know. I use so many examples when I talk or teach something. It's going to be the most random thing to, to, come, to come into my head. Um, I think Casablanca. Casablanca from 42 is a perfect is a perfect movie that I probably mention a lot. Do you ever do you have any opinion about silent films or um, that era? Um, I mean, there's a lot of great stuff there. I have to admit, I don't watch a lot of silent films on the regular. I'm my biggest connection to silent movies is uh, the German expressionism. It was really the birth of horror. Like there's the there's a German version of Dracula that's silent by F. W. Murnau. Um, which I, I do enjoy watching. Chaplin, of course, is amazing, Chaplin but I, I, that's not my expertise, good. to be honest. Ah. To be absolutely honest. Thank, Thank you. you, Claire. Are you? Uh, oh, go ahead. Dean has a question for Claire. Go ahead, Dean. I, I, do enjoy oh, I was going to ask Claire if, if that's uh, if that's your passion. If you love silent movies, I do love silent movies, Valentino. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Claire has yeah. introduced us to a wonderful writer, Evelyn, and we're going to have her on next month with another book uh, that she gave me was out there. So thank you, Claire, for the introduction uh, and all that good I'll stuff. Say, uh, I love Sunrise. I remember watching Sunrise a lot of years ago and found it very moving. That's also by Murnau, but I, I haven't watched all that many silent movies. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you Claire, and thank you for thank being you. one of our great listeners. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. Um, yeah, sometimes they say, uh, Dean, for us, silence is golden. So let's go to commercials because maybe <laughs> we can sell some things. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Light must be 21 and older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Attention out there. Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities, great part-time money, and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo, always a blast. Their mission at Barrage Chiropractor and Wellness is to help you live a life of abundant health and wellness through a chiropractic lifestyle for you and your whole family. Barrage Chiropractor has been serving the north side of Chicago and the north suburbs since 2008. Dr. Barrage loves helping people of all ages feel better naturally without the use of drugs and surgery. With Dr. Barrage, you will see so many positive changes in your lifestyle on a daily basis. If pain has been stopping you from living your best life, Dr. Barrage can help. Call him at 773-545-9379 or find them at www.barragechiropractor.com. You shop local, you eat local. Why not bank local? Mega banks can be frustrating. When you bank local, your bankers are also your neighbors. We live in your communities. We support and volunteer for your local organizations. And when you bank local, your money supports small businesses within our community. Together, we make our community better. You get all this and access to the technology you deserve. That's banking done right. That's Byline. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Their neighbor prescription headquarters, Tarby's Pharmacy, 5933 North Cicero Avenue, 773-545-0500. We accept most insurance cards at Tarby's Pharmacy. From Fannie Mae Candies, Hallmark greeting cards, office supplies, books, toys, sodas, toothpaste, drug items, newspapers, lottery tickets, toys, and so much more. Tarby's Pharmacy is family-owned, personalized service, open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tarpey's Pharmacy, your neighborhood prescription headquarters. Abbott Painting, painting and decorating since 1973. Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor, whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount. For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. Family Entertainment by JJ. JJ is an Arlingtonite-based family entertainer. He is an award-winning balloon artist and clown. He is also a very funny magician and a face painter who draws quick, simple designs to keep things moving. Ask JJ about his big bubble fun and his link to the North Pole. JJ will help you plan your party by using his years of experience as a family entertainer. Use JJ for birthday parties, corporate events, schools, and picnics. He also makes child care, nursing home, and hospital visits. JJ has been entertaining children and adults of all ages for over 30 years. Years. Call now for party planning and pricing. You can reach him at 847-483-4520. JJ is a Midwest Clown Association Hall of Fame inductee. Again, 847-483-4520. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation. Welcome back. Where are they now? Let's welcome our guest, Dean Beck, the Pixar storyteller author. Dean, welcome back. 
Hey, let's say. Hey. hey. <laughs> got it. Got it. You hit it right in the spot. That's what Bobby would have said. He forgot it. Oh, I you did. forgot to say. I did. I, did. Right. I saw it at the beginning. All right, do it again. I didn't want to improvise. All right, do it again. Hey, listen. Hey. Uh, Bobby does uh, it better. I know he does. And I got to give him money. He's copyright. I got to give him right. money. That's right. He's got a copyright. Hi, Dean, before we ask you some more questions, why don't you plug your webpage and all the good stuff? We can get a hold of you, our so, listeners. Sure. So again, I'll say the book is Pixar Storytelling, Rules for Effective Storytelling, based on Pixar's greatest films. I have my own website, Dean, D-A-N, Movshevitz. I mean, you'll, you'll find it hard to spell, M-O-V-S-H-O-V-I-T-Z.com. And there you can read some of my thoughts on other movies. You can see more info the, about the book. Um, and you can see more about my speaking engagements and workshops that I provide. Um, and I think, that, and you can sign up to the newsletter and sort of uh, every once in a while I send some article about storytelling in a recent movie or TV show or uh, just a way to gather more tools in your storytelling toolbox. Okay, perfect. Do you have a question for yeah, him? Yeah, Dean, are you still doing your podcast? Um, my podcast. I never had a podcast. I wish. I, every every week, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast uh, about this or about that. I got to I gotta get on that. Yeah, uh, he must have been on one. We got something off your webpage. So you must have been on a podcast. And Oh, yeah. I've been on a few. I've been yeah. on a few. Yeah, I've been on a few. Yeah, Nick yeah. says we should do more podcasts, and then we could uh, swear. But, you know, we don't like to swear. We can talk like adults. <laughs> <laughs> What's Bobby going to say? Hey, listen. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that comes out of they Bobby come. well. Uh, I have a question, Dean. Has anybody ever approached and said, Dean, change that last name? Have you have you uh, been approached? Um, not really, but okay. I'll tell you a story about that. Okay. So my grandfather, uh, he's a Holocaust survivor, and okay. his entire family uh, passed away in World War II. Sorry to hear that. And thank you. And I'm right now the last sort of grandson he has with that name. And one day, uh, when he was still alive, I come over, and he, he sort of almost cornered me and was like, I want to see your ID. I want to see your ID. And I didn't know why, and eventually I showed him, and he relaxed because someone, I don't know who or why, told them that I changed my name. Oh. And it meant so much to him, like, that I was, the, you know, the last Mopshevitz. There are other Mopshevitzes, but if they connect to us, they don't know how. Uh, but from his sort of um, family line, I'm, I'm the last one with the name, and it meant so much to him. So I don't think I'm ever going to change it. Wow. Are you ever um, thinking of doing a story about that? Holocaust or anything like that, dealing with that? So I, I wrote a pilot um, that I tried to get some interest in about uh, the Uterus in World War II, um, which is a story I would really, really, really love to tell. Um, because it's an angle that hasn't been covered yet. But as you can imagine, it's a hard sell, World War II. It's not exactly what most people are clamoring to see on a Friday night. Um, and it's, it's also a very expensive production. So you re need to really have a very, very, very strong approach. You need to package it well. You need to find a partner who really wants to tell the story as much as you do. Um, so it's a hard sell, but I haven't given up yet. What's, your, right. what, what, what's your angle on it? Or what's your view? So... Um, Without giving your whole were, ideal away. I mean, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, there, there were some self-governing organizations in in the Jewish ghettos that were sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I feel like that's a very good place for moral dilemmas. Okay.
So, all right, I see it. I can see it. I'm going to introduce you to a good friend of ours. Uh, I call her our executive producer, Val Goble. She's out there. She's listening, and she's out in California. So, I'm going to hook you up with her to uh, talk at least, have some coffee. She's got some great projects she's working on, and she'll tell you. Um, Let's see. We got that. We talked about. Oh, who's the biggest star you've ever met, other than Art and Bobby? On the phone. <laughs> in person. In person. Um, there we go. Thank you, Nick. In person. Well, I mean, first of all, is it like a random handshake in an event, or is it actually having a conversation? Having a um, conversation. So having a conversation, that's probably more um, um, Israeli movie stars. Okay. I had, okay. A, I had a, a great day with one of the best actresses in Israel who recently passed away called Ronika Kabet. Okay. Um, she was very big also in France and she was in a lot of shows and her, her brother was actually a lead in an HBO show called Our Boys. Um, and I spent a day in a, for this, I'll rephrase that. They were doing press in a hotel room and I spent the day with them there helping a bit with translation and it was so interesting. First, I've never seen, you know, um, the, the press tour, the artist do and it's exhausting i don't know how they do it how they answer sort of the same questions again and again and always stay fresh and always stay genial it's it's so hard um but it was very interesting to watch the two of them um go through the day and to hear the reporters questions and it was really an experience i cherish because i got to to hear so many of their different thoughts about the movie the movie's called uh guest a trial by vivian i'm solemn and it's a it's a a wonderful israeli movie um so that was something i cherish and you know i've met so many great filmmaker friends when i was at the the consulate israeli filmmakers and i'm not gonna tell you other names because Everyone listening knows, um, but um, a lot of very interesting, very inspiring people. All right, Dean's friends, call us at 773-763-9278. Tell us a nice story. Keep it clean now about Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, who is someone you would like to meet or work with? Good question, Nikki. Oh, work with, it's, it's endless. Um, I think, you know... Um, you mean the top two? People... Stephen King, Steven Spielberg. Okay, there we go. Oh, I kind of thought the Spielberg that he's he's really yeah. all right. Put put Nicholas Andros on there. That's my son. He'll he'll be up there. You two can collaborate. <laughs> they might come up with something. You never know. You never you know. Never They're know. out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. His first movie, he he wrote it. He was sixteen. He was young like you and short. And he's got about twenty twenty five awards. I'll send you some links. You'll get a kick out wow, of it. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. And and, and uh, you a young boy is adopted from Bulgaria. So I, even prouder. You know, we took him from an wow. orphanage. He came here. He went to school. He's our boy. And oh my God, it's amazing. Oh. Oh, that's amazing. It's yeah. the story Congrats. itself. It is. It is. Yeah. All right. Uh, again, you have Pixar storytelling. Rules for effective storytelling based on Pixar's greatest films. You got a Kindle edition. You got the Amazon. Um, you probably at all the wonderful bookstores. How many books have you sold? How many copies of this book have you sold, do you think, through the years? Uh, so... I- before I say that, I want to emphasize we self-published it, and I have oh. not spent a dime on PR or marketing. Wow! And we sold and we sold thirty thousand books all over the world. It's been translated into two languages. It's going to be translated into two more this year. We've got Vietnamese, Russian, and hopefully this year Korean and Hebrew. Um, it's not on, so on so many s- syllabi all over the world in campuses. 
Um, it even, you know, once in a while, I'll see a tweet on Twitter by, you know, once I saw an Oscar winner or some, you know, really working uh, TV screenwriters mention it, recommend it. So um, it really sort of got legs of its own. All right. Here, here's the most craziest question you've ever been asked. Who picked a cover of this? It's wonderful. It's you can wipe it down if you're working. I'm telling you, it. What kind of materials are? I love it. You know that is more. That is more Moreau's. He designed the cover. Well, He's tell him you did a wonderful job. Feel it. Yeah, feel I, it. I did. You Stand did earlier. Yeah, you could rubbery, and I don't feel my hands, so I can yeah, hold that. Yeah, if you're it's if you're having coffee or a little water and some drips, you know, late at it night, you can just off. wipe it off. Yeah, just don't <laughs> inside the regular pages, but you know. <laughs> All righty, thank you again. Oh, I got one more question. You say say hi on your web page. We have a good friend Costa. He always says say hi to everybody. Is that a meaning of any type? Um, no, it just means inviting people to come over and uh, say hi um, and tell me their story or tell me a story they like so we can talk about it and make it better. Okay. Well, thank you again. Anytime, if you got a new project, uh, a new book, please email me. We'll have you back on. Um, something coming I would love up. love that art. All right. It's such a pleasure. All right, everyone. Thank you, and Bobby Dean. would thank say you so right now, hey, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> we love you. Hey, thank listen. you. <laughs> All righty. Thank you. Okay, let's thank go you. to our next segment here. All Chef right. Georgette. Chef Georgette, the Journal of Greek Fusion on Air, her new book. Georgia, good morning. Georgette, good morning. Good morning, Georgette. Good morning, Artie. Good morning, Bobby. All right, before we... Hey, Nikki's here. Nikki's hey, here. listen, it's not Bobby. Hi, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's selling onions. I hope uh, you like Vidalian Bobby's onions. selling onions? Yeah, we got him on the end of the highway. He's got to make a quota. We yeah. got to do We got to do it. Put we him got him there. a pickup truck. It's really He's nice. He's got a shopping cart. He's safe. He's okay. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Before we start right, with your please. recipe, I saw this interesting uh, thing on Facebook, and it's okay. something growing up, you and I and everybody else, it says, Ma, I'm going out. And the different people say, see ya, au revoir, adios, bye. And then we have uh, the good Greek, Greek moms and dads, mostly moms, out where, with who, yeah, exactly. why, what time are you coming home? Every day you go out. <laughs> How much money will you spend? No time for your parents. Only going out. What do you mean you're going to eat out? I have all this good food for you. You see that? How did I know? <laughs> did you have that growing up at all? Nikki? Yes, but not about how much money you're spending. Oh. When are you coming home? Where are you going? And who are you going to be with? Ah. Those are the three questions always. Oh, yeah. Three questions. Every day. And okay. be home before the lights get dark. That's right. Or come on. And right. you know what? Everyone. Yes. Did you ever get the one? Did you ever get the one? I don't like him. A lot. I, I got that a lot. Don't bring oh. him over. He's not welcome in the house. But they said it about me, Mom. Oh. Now, my dad got used to say, son. I love it. Go with whoever you want. Marry whoever you want. But not in my house. You live in your own house. <laughs> so God bless him. All right. Let's start up. It's a good time well, of the year. What? What? Chinese New Year it's, menu. It's Chinese New Year, and you know what? Last last week when I announced it, uh, Bobby said he wanted rabbit. So I said, you know, I never made this recipe with rabbit, but 
I'll try it. It might be good. And I know. You know I know he's I not listening know. right now. He's a silly rabbit. You know that he is. And I think he meant <laughs> any rabbit. rabbit. But he's going to listen to the rebroadcast. <laughs> first, first of all, why Bugs Bunny rabbit recipe? I used a half a cup of his almonds, and I soaked them in a sweet cherry wine. Okay. Here we go with this the wine already. 2023, and she's drinking, uh, Nikki. Even on a Chinese New Year. Well, yep. it's Chinese New Year, so she's allowed to drink. Okay, go By ahead. Way, <laughs> it's the year of the rabbit. That's why I took him up on the challenge. Okay. But I'm sitting there saying, oh, okay. Now, <laughs> I think that's a lot. I'm soaking the rabbit. I think so, but. <laughs> go ahead. I put a couple, I put a couple uh, cherry wine with the rabbit. And. Inside the rabbit, since I still have some, I put the cherry liqueur, covered up the container, put it in the refrigerator. This is the night before. I have to say, if you're doing this with chicken, if you're doing this with fish, if you're doing this with rabbit, one night, please. Only one night marinade. Mm -hmm. 24 hours at the most. Now, next day comes. You're all raring to go. Now, I live next door to a very, very exclusive, I don't remember his last name, but Tim and his father and his mother and, of course, his wife had a major Chinese restaurant in Michigan. Ah, okay. And Shirley and Dad and I would go and visit. Now, he always told me, now this is from a Chinese chef. All right, Georgette, yeah, let me interrupt you. Make, Did nobody ever tell you there's there's probably a thousand Chinese restaurants here in Chicago? Correct. But you went but all the way to Michigan. Dad okay. Food, okay. Okay. You, it was dropped dead. It okay. was dropped dead. And we live next door to him in Glenview. Now, here, here's what he told me. They never, ever made any sauces by scratch. He says, the Chinese cook is more dedicated to how the food's going to come out more so than anything else. And so if he has the sauces at his disposal, he'll throw the sauces together till he gets the mixture that he wants. So keeping this in mind, I went out and I got Chinese barbecue sauce. Okay. I also got I also got uh, black sesame seed paste and gar- and Chinese garlic sauce and some sesame seeds. So what I did is I put 12 ounces of the barbecue sauce, practically the whole jar, in a bowl. I added three tablespoons of the black sesame seed paste. I added two tablespoons of the garlic sauce. Now the sesame seeds I kept to the side, all right? Now, I lined a roasting pan with aluminum foil. I took my little rabbit out from his marinade, and what I did was I filled the cavity with the almonds that were soaking in the wine. Georgette, uh, let me tell Nikki, I gave her that idea about the aluminum foil so you don't have to wash the pot. But go ahead. I just keep envisioning so basic instincts. You see? So you don't have to wash it. Nick, <laughs> he's just a treasure of information. Oh. Now, I took a turkey threader. You know, me, they're going to be saying, forget about it. 
and I'll waste her. And what I did was I used a metal prong, and I sealed the rabbit's cavity. So all those folks, almonds are in that cavity, okay? They're in there. They're trapped in there. What a way to go. Way way up there. (laughs) Got them all the way in. (laughs) Oh, man. Now, on the outside, I took my sauce, and I just leopard the entire rabbit with this sauce. I made sure there was a little bit on the bottom, so, you know, as it's cooking. Should have been on on it before the almonds. (laughs) Oh, man. Let me tell you, this was really wild. Never did this. And then I coated the top with the rest of the sauce. As it's laying on its side, I sprinkled the sesame seeds all over. Popped it in the oven at 400 It looks good, huh, Nikki? It looks barbecue. Yeah. It looks barbecue. Yeah. That's really good. 50 yeah. minutes. I want to do 50 minutes between an hour because it's wild game. You wouldn't make this in a walk. You, you can't. How about you an air fryer? Can, can you make it in an air fryer? A rotisserie, but air fryer? I would throw it in the air fryer. I was going to. Okay. But you know what? I wanted to get the slow roasting. Because in this case, we have the wine that we use, the sweet wine. We have the nuts on the inside, and we have that barbecue sauce. If we throw it in the air fryer, yes, it'll get crispy. It'll get fantastic. Wonderful. But if we do it in a regular oven, all those flavors cure. Those nuts would come right out. That's right. The flavor from the nuts. And the house smells oh good. Oh, my God. And you know Let my secret, if you want to sell a house, real quick, you take a baking pan, a little cinnamon, or nutmeg, put it in the oven a little bit before the open a house. A slices of sweet potato. That's it. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's... I heard about the vanilla cookies. Oh. Those too. But everybody knows the cookie, so like you said, the cinnamon, cinnamon. or a nice sweet potato Yeah. in an oven. There we go. Yeah. So if you want to sell your house, call us, because uh, Art, Bobby, <laughs> and we'll Nikki have you. some we'll secrets stay. for yes, you. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, Tell us. This Rice. rabbit. Rice. This this rabbit also is part like a crassato. If you know how to make crassato rabbit. I can't even say it. Say green. that again. Crassato. Oh, there we go. Very good, Nick. <laughs> okay, we're using the basic principles for the rabbit. Now, what about the salad? What kind of veggie am I going to have? Well, you know what? Carrot salad? Like, right? <laughs> oh, you got it. You know, you See, I'm a genius it. here. <laughs> you know, I I took a, date, a daikon you and took... I shaved it. Okay. And I took uh, carrots. Now, don't use the multiple car, the colored carrots because the color will drain out. Okay. And I know this for a fact. But you use the regular orange carrots. And you can There's use the colors? baby carrots if you want. But Shh, don't tell her they're only orange. What? Please, don't break her heart. <laughs> he, says, he says don't tell you there's other colors than orange for carrots. <laughs> I know there are, but if you listen to me, if you use it for this recipe, the color will drain out. He just broke they his heart. He thought orange. the carrot was only orange like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Sorry there. Exactly. I don't know what it is. I think it's the vinegar. It will drain it out. Now, slice them thin. You can add a cucumber. Slice thin. You can add green onions. Slivers. You can add a white onion. Slice it thin. 
Greek salad. Um, but what kind of vinegar do you use? Together, Greek. Get no. a tablespoon of get a tablespoon of chili pepper and a little bit of sea. You get the sea salt. You throw it on the carrots and the daikon. Rub it in. Rub it into all these vegetables. All right, the listeners are waiting. What kind of vinegar? Uh, you're going to get rice wine vinegar. Oh, I thought she was going to say red wine. But rice wine. No. Rice wine, oh. rice wine vinegar. <laughs> now. It's got alcohol. After you rub down the, the carrot and you rub down the, the daikon that you have in a, in a colander, okay. rinse them out. You did this so you can extract all the moisture. Okay. Now throw them in a container that has a lid that'll fit all this stuff. And you make a pickling liquid. You use two-thirds cups boiling water. And you use two-thirds cup rice wine vinegar, four tablespoons of sugar, and a half a teaspoon of sea salt. You're basically making a soup, which is used in sushi rice. Okay. But you take this. And you pour it all over the vegetables you have in the container. Seal it up and throw it in the refrigerator. Okay. Overnight. All right, dear, I got a bad news. We're running out of time, so we'll talk about okay, the uh, dessert next time. So, happy year okay. of the rabbit. Plug your book. My book is the Journal of Greek Fusion on the air. It documents all of the recipes we had last year from October. 2022 to October 2023, and it features Eric and Bobby. Hey, listen. All righty. Well, thank you. Don't forget, we got coming up in February, Lincoln Square Greek Fest, Winter Greek Fest, February 10th through the 12th over at St. Demetrius. Friday night, start me up with the Hot Rocks Rolling Stones tribute. Ooh, get one of the cold and into the summer in Greece on Saturday. Dine, eat, and load up Super Bowl Sunday. Wow, that sounds interesting. That's a tough one, Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Uh, Nikki, thank you for coming in. Anything else? No, thanks for having me. Next week, we got lots of fun. Thanks, Georgette. Bobby will be on the road, but I hope he calls in, huh? He's selling onions. We told him not to call till they're all gone. Yeah, he's got... They have to be all gone. How many bags did you give him? A thousand? Close, close to it. He's still doing double work today. All right. We love you all. Thank <laughs> you. And see you next week. Thanks, listeners. Bye-bye. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.